0: Welcome to the Vegan Queens Podcast. I'm Mimi, and this is the very first episode, and it could not have been any better due to the guest, which was Garlic Hunter, aka Rachel. Um, we basically talked about everything. <laughs> so I don't really know how else to describe it, but she's amazing. I love her, her energy is perfect. So I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Thank you so much for Trying it out and listening. I'm really excited for this. And yeah, go follow Garlic Hunter. She is literally a vegan queen, a perfect human. Love her. All right, here it is. We've been getting
1: our stairs, like, painted at the moment. Um, I literally just stepped in white paint as well, like, as you were ringing. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Why am I like this? Uh,
0: oh no. Yeah. Um I'm but... oh, sorry. This like lag I'm having the most computer issues today. <laughs> it's okay. How is your new computer? Oh yeah, it's good. I just stick with Chromebooks, so like they're all the same. The thing is that is annoying me is look at this cute pink microphone I got. <laughs> I'm the- i it's just so obnoxious because I don't think it's plugged in I think when it was working you couldn't hear me through it so I don't know what's going on with it which just really peeps me off but but it's
1: cute and I mean (laughs) like we're both those kind of ladies I was gonna say bitches but like I say bitches in an empowering way um same here those bitches that totally would just buy some random... Like, the other day, I kid you not, I was so close to buying a pink food bin. Why? I have a perfectly fine working food bin, but just because I was like, the food bin's so ugly. I feel like she needs a revamp. <laughs> but it's I
0: totally agree. Anything pink, I'm like... <laughs> Mm, okay <laughs> and yes I use bitches pairing. literally my shorts say vegan bitch on them so yes, I'm I- with you there <laughs> I'm in love with the
1: shorts they're, cute. they're so cute I'm definitely gonna have to get you to make me something at some point I'll send you like a whole pink in one kind of thing and you can just like stamp vegan across it all over and all over the ass
0: perfect I'll do it I made these last night too ah. i knew i knew we were gonna have this conversation <laughs> yeah i love, it. Oh. I love it. okay do you want to introduce yourself and where people can find you and say a little background about you
1: yeah, sorry, I love, I'm always, like, I kind of skip the normal part of the conversation and go straight in with randomness. <laughs> so now, my name's Rachel Hunter in real life, uh, but I will answer to garlic, which is my Instagram handle is garlic underscore hunter, where I just talk about vegan food, um, prance around in some random pink outfits occasionally, Um Shake my butt a little bit, um, review other vegan foods. Realistically, I will tell people when the food actually isn't good, when everybody else is bum licking it, when it doesn't deserve it. I'll be like, where's the crunch? Where's the texture? Asking mm-hmm. the question. The people need to know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that, that's me. She's a vegan lady dressed in pink, eating all the good
0: stuff. I am obsessed with you just so you know I love your vibes like your pink hat I'm living for it like anyone listening who isn't following you should because I love your dance videos I love your reviews of food I love your like plant trilogy like the grassy you have going on (laughs) like plant soap opera like It is amazing and like even just before we got on this is a message she sends me that you've never spoken to anyone with quite as chaotic energy as me like (laughs) you have the best energy like I love you and then this was I was thinking I was like I really want to do like a podcast where like you don't necessarily have to talk just about veganism but like it's all just vegan women. And I was like, okay, but who, like, who should I ask first? Because I'm like, I'm still kind of like nervous. I was like, oh my god, like she would be perfect. Like she's so fun. (laughs) Oh my god, stop it! My head's just
1: exploded. Thank you. (laughs) you Mutual. I mean, I just honestly i've loved kind of creating garlic hunter on instagram and just chatting the purest shit 24 7 because i'm mm-hmm. doing it all the time anyway and there's been a couple of times in my life where people are just like i feel like you should record this so when you asked me to do this as well i was like oh my god is this the beginning i mean i know you won multiple vegan queens but who knows maybe i'll just be like your sub-host from the UK. Right?
0: <laughs> we so could. We could have multiple people on here. Just tag yeah. along every single one. The time zone might be iffy, though. It's 7 a.m. here. That's how much I love you, because I never wake up this early. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I was like... Oh, cause at first I was like, I wanted it. I didn't want to choose like the latest hour you said, cause I was like, oh, what if that's like the last hour she's free? And then the earliest one you said, it would have been like five a.m. for me. I was like, okay, let's not do that one. No,
1: honestly. Well, to be honest, as I said, chaotic energy. I did. I have some stuff going on this evening. I was. Uh, I'm literally like making a vegan curry for some friends. Um, but I was just like. I still need to buy the ingredients. I'm not very organized. I'll probably faff around a lot in between and stuff. So I was like, let me just say earlier, just in case. But then, yeah, honestly, as soon as I sent them, I was like, I have no idea what time that is for her. And again, chaotic energy. I could have Googled it. Google does have the answer, but I just didn't. And then this morning you were like, yeah, I'm up super early. I was like, I Googled it. I was like, (laughs) you're a bitch for asking her to wake up that early no it's fine it's fine <laughs> i love you girl but if the shoe was on the other foot i can't guarantee i can't guarantee that i would have waken up that early.
0: i i was planning on getting up a little earlier and i was like uh, and then i was like let me see if she got back to me because maybe like maybe she did not and i'll sleep in another hour and just be like hey let's do this a little later <laughs> and, then, and then you did and it's fine because I kind of want to start getting up earlier anyway but I'm like eh. I keep no, this is the per- perfect way to start the day though so yeah
1: good good I feel the same I mean it's not the start of my day I wish this was the start of my day I saw you drinking coffee and I got envious I was like where's my coffee here's my coffee nice little- oh cute mug yes we love um yeah, I, I honestly, I had a bit of a hmm, start to the day. There was, there was a lot going on. Had to, like, literally give all of my money. Not all of my money. I'm being traumatic. A lot of what I say is actual just lies. Um, but I give a lot of my money to the decorator and a plumber. And I was like, I'd rather spend that money on food, to be honest. Like, it's a bit rude. Can you just do it for free? <laughs> Please?
0: Uh, decorator that's that sounds so fancy is that like normal in the UK like do people just have decorators or like you're just that special like queen status <laughs> like
1: yeah. very that I'll take that guys <laughs> again but yes I'm queen. no um no we just uh we moved into our house like um uh, less than two years ago more than one year ago um and there's just a lot to be done. So I, I tried to do it DIY a lot myself to start with. Um, and then I realized, you're destroying a perfectly nice house. Um, so I was like, maybe I should pay somebody that actually knows what they're doing. So that's, that's what that is. So it's just somebody like painting and stuff. That's... And he doesn't like, but he's not my decorator. I just call him that because <laughs> I'm extra
0: i love it though i like when i read because i was like just getting up and i'm like decorative i'm like wow she's fancy <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm like crawling out of bed that doesn't even have like a box spring <laughs> i'm like oh a my good God. child <laughs> i mean
1: i can trip so here is can i flip camera on this i love i'm literally so bad with technology okay she's a grandmother Uh, so here's the jungle, my many, many plants, I actually got drunk the other day and ordered more plants. This is Wendy, she's a little bit of a bitch, so is Mary, look at that. (laughs) Sorry, I forget, this is a podcast, and people might not.
0: it's fine, because I'm probably going to post it up on YouTube too, so people can see it too, but either way plant commentary even if you can't see it they can imagine (laughs) that you know being a plant mom is a full-time job it really is um no I believe it my plants die like I can't have plants and then I look at yours and I'm like Wow, it looks so nice and fun over there I'm like dang where do you get your plants from
1: anywhere and everywhere to be honest like um i'm trying also i was about to start naming stores and i was like none of these are going to be in america i don't think like does does america have little what about Aldi?
0: no i'm also not a plant person so maybe and i'm just not in no, the loop these- or are these not plant stores no. These are just,
1: like, giant, cheap kind of food shop places, but they just randomly have plants in there sometimes, and they're always quite cheap. I'm, like, I feel like there are different types of plant mums out there. A lot of them are, like, look at my rare plant. I spent $3,000 on it. And I'm literally, like, look at this plant. I got it for £5. Like, that's amazing. I'm looking for cheap plants. Because at the end of the day, they might die. You have to accept that as a your babies might die right in front of your eyes and you just have to pick yourself up, brush yourself off, get some steam oil, you know, get, buy more plants. That's the answer. Yeah. If you're sad about a plant that is dying. Buy three plants to replace it. One of them has to survive.
0: (laughs) Not for me. Not for me. I have an arrow garden now, which helps because you can't mess that up because they just live in water. But the recent one for me that was like tough because it's kind of superstitious. For Christmas, my mom got me like, you know, those like manifestation money trees. Yeah. And it died. And I was like, does this mean I'm going to be broke? And I, was, I literally took it because I I used I have two older sisters. Both of them moved out now. I'm the only one who hasn't moved out yet. And I literally got so freaked out. I dragged the dead tree and put it in one of my sister's rooms because I'm like, no. no <laughs> i was so scared. I-, <laughs> I was like, I don't want that broke energy around
1: me. <laughs> I love. I mean, okay, so this is just like relatable right now. Because the other day, I was out with my mom, we'd done some cute little shopping, it was a really nice day, and we sit down for some lunch, we eat, at the end we got fortune cookies. I love fortune cookies. I don't know why. I just do. I'll, like, take that little strip of paper and I'll put it in the back of my phone case a lot of the time and, like, carry it with me for ages thinking this good energy or this shit. I don't know if you saw it. I put it on my story. I opened this motherfucking fortune cookie. Do you know what it says? No fortune for you. You know what you did. I kid you not. I could not write it. No way <laughs> Oh, word. my God. No fortune for you you know what you did and the funniest thing is is I put it up and so many of my friends were like but what like what did you do and I was like what there's a long list to choose from I mean what did I do
0: to piss off the fortune cookie gods I don't know (laughs) probably that's that's the worst too because then it's like you're thinking it's like now you're making me think back on all my recent decisions
1: (laughs) and I'm like god I do make a lot of poor life choices I really like, that is so funny oh. that I mean I was like obviously this is to uh, not read into this and like throughout the rest of my day just be like no fortune for you like I'm a bad person no fortune for you Glenn Coco um yeah I don't know why that m- mean girl
0: <laughs> my mind it's like Far for you, Glen Coco. You go, Glen Coco. Are you superstitious, like, usually or at all? Um, I have
1: some superstitions. So I'm really superstitious about magpies, actually. I don't know if that's a thing in America. There's, like, this old school, like, rhyme, and it's, like, one for sorrow, two for joy, three for a girl, four for a boy, five for silver, six for gold, seven for a secret, never to be told. Not a lot of people know that I just, honestly, I'm a freak right now, but um, and it's all to do with magpies. So if you see one magpie alone, it can bring you like bad luck. Unless there's loads of like random tales of how you kind of get the magpie not to give you bad luck. Some people say you should take your hat off. Some people say like you should salute the magpie. Other people say you should say like, good morning or good afternoon to a magpie. So when I was younger, I literally became so superstitious about magpies at one point that I almost, like, I combined all of these like, anti like negative kind of one magpie things into almost like a chant. So now if I see one individual magpie, I literally look like the craziest bitch you will ever see. Cause I'm literally like, Good morning, Mr. Magpie. How are you doing, Mr. Magpie? Like, hope you have a good day, Mr. Magpie. Thank you very much. Please don't give me any superstition. And then I like walk away and I'm like and people honestly look at me like, Are you okay? Like, I feel like something just happened there. And I'm like, Oh no, don't worry. Just just having a chat with a magpie, making sure like we're all good. <laughs>
0: that is so I wonder where that came from like how did that start (laughs) I you know what I think it is because I supposedly
1: really like like shiny things so they will steal stuff from people it just like jewelry phone like so expensive items so I think but They would typically do that alone. So I think back in the day, people would see one magpie and then things would go missing. And they would think it was like this bad luck thing when actually that magpie was just stealing your goods because it was like, oh, shiny.
0: Yeah, I can definitely see that. (laughs) I'm trying to think of superstitions we have here that you don't have in the UK, but I don't know. There's like the salt shaker one. Do you have that there? I feel like that's just basic. (laughs)
1: older going under a ladder black cats all of that um I don't know I can't think of any I I I like tell myself I don't believe in things because like I'm an adult same way like you're uh, I'm not scared to have one of my feet out at when I'm sleeping out of the duvet (laughs) I'm an adult woman and nothing is under my bed. However, sometimes late at night, there's a little breeze on my foot and I'm like mother of her life. <laughs> Everybody run! The monster under the bed is back. Um, <laughs> and I'm 26 years <laughs> in June. I'm
0: 25 still. Mm. I, I'm wishing away my life. <laughs> I feel that. I feel like um, I used to not be like, really spiritual at all but I feel like through like social media I know so many spiritual people and that's like kind of got me more into it and for some reason like now certain things I think of more but like low-key like people who read like tarot cards or things like that scare me because I'm like what power do you possess like (laughs) I don't know it creeps me out a little bit I just I don't know I'm I'm a little scared about that spiritual side I'm definitely, like,
1: wary that you don't want to kind of play in the dark side of things at all. Like, people that use Ouija boards and stuff like that, I'm a little bit, like, oh, I don't like it. But (laughs) I do – I like – I kind of love people that can, like, look into your future and feel like they can see Mm. things. I'm I'm sceptical with a lot of things in life, but – I'm interested in it at the same time. Like, I'm not like you are wrong or you are right. I'm like open-minded to most things. Like, I never never say no the first time, right?
0: Yeah. My sister actually got me like a wellness witch like kind of spell book where it's like certain things, like something to clean, mirrors with sage, all this like interesting stuff. And I really want to go through it, but it's like, I'm so lazy with things like that. And that's why I don't cook either, because I'm so fucking lazy. Like, I see a list of things to do, especially like a recipe. I'm like, this is like a 20 checklist. Like, that's my nightmare.
1: (laughs) I love that way of thinking. Yeah, I (laughs) keep forgetting with cooking too. I go through stages where I literally live off Deliveroo which is like just our food delivery app. I love, I keep saying things and I'm like, is this a thing in America?
0: Do, like that it's is like... Fine. It's
1: fine. We
0: have like versions of it but it's not called that. What would yours be?
1: Like Uber Eats. I bet you have Uber Eats. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uber Eats and I'm trying to think of what it's called. See, I live in the middle of nowhere so I don't have like delivery yeah. eat, but I think... I want to say, like, Grubhub, but I feel like that's something else. It might be. I don't know. Uh, Point being, I feel you. (laughs) I go through
1: stages. I mean, you've seen my Instagram. Like, uh, without being cocky, the bitch can cook. And Mm -hmm. I love it. That's my passion. That's, like, where I've worked. Like, I have been, like, a chef in kitchens before and everything. But I still feel like there are just stages where I go through a moment where I'm just, like as if everybody is doing this three times every day just to survive like i don't believe you mm. i'm going to have to fact check this like where's the cheat sheet of like what are people eating every day because i know people do not get as much takeaway as i do because she's indulgent like i <laughs> all of like my luxury money on pretty much getting takeaway um some people go on nice holidays some people buy nice clothes I spend all of my money on food um so I feel that and when like yeah when people that aren't even foodies tell me about like the fact that they've like made themselves like breakfast lunch and dinner I'm like oh my god how does it feel to be a fully functioning human
0: (laughs) that's really impressive I can't imagine uh, and when I do cook, my boyfriend gets some because he's a cook at a restaurant. And I'm so impatient. I'm like raw, like vegan sausage. Well, raw, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like vegan sausage package, kind of cooked. It's like a vegetable, whatever. But um, just like high heat, drop it in. He's like, you can't do that. He's like, it's not going to taste good. I'm like, I don't even care. I'm so lazy. Like, I don't even care about the taste. I'm like, I want it done in five minutes
1: yeah like... oh god you would hate me cooking for you I, be, and i'll be like oh just be a minute longer just a minute longer it would be like three hours later but then when it's done it's worth it you know because i want to make sure it's the good shit your
0: food definitely does look amazing your food would be worth it mine if i waited would not be worth it <laughs> like i still because i don't season my food either i'm like the stereotypical white white bitch um, oh, don't even season shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't season anything I'm like mm, sorry good thing my boyfriend cooked cause
1: not yeah.
0: me <laughs> and I get so jealous when I watch your stories and I'll be like I don't know some, something lame like a piece of toast for breakfast and I see your story and it's like I'm like oh my god I'm like she's thriving I'm like I want her breakfast I love I'm still impatient for it
1: (laughs) but I love all the time people are always saying like you can't believe what you see on social media but I just love clearly how I represent myself on social media versus how I actually live majority of the time because I think that about so many other people and I'm like oh god I wish you could just come around and cook me breakfast like I go through stages as I say where I'm like on it I'm like you know what I want a vegan full English every single day or I'll be like I've got a hankering for tofu scramble and this and that and if I really want it and I can't find it anywhere else I will obviously make it but then there's also the part that like gets missed out is the stages where I literally wake up and I'm like I'm so hungry but I have no energy to make anything Mm -hmm. And I have nothing in and I, I'm i so, like, emotionally fed by food. Like, I wish I wasn't quite as emotionally invested in food because at times I think it's a bit detrimental. Because um, I'll be there, like, in a great mood and then I'm, like, I'm hungry and then I'm, like, I have nothing in. And then it's, like, the world turns red and I'm, like, what am I going to do? <laughs> um, but, yeah, so there's definitely, like, probably at least... A handful of times in a month, I just like wake up, go to my local shop, buy a vegan sausage roll, come back, make myself a black coffee, and just sit there like eating. Like, why am I doing this? This is not this is not nutritious, <laughs> but it is delicious. So
0: mm-hmm. yeah. that's what matters. Exactly. Tastes good, makes you happy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, because like literally and I'm not just, like, guessing up for the sake of it. Like, I really mean this. Like, your food pics are, like, the best I've seen on Instagram. Like, I'll see, like, you know those, like, things with the hashtag vegan you follow and it's, like, someone, like, million or something likes. And I'm, like, pff, yours is better. Like, yours oh. is, like, immaculate. Oh, okay. so, so, like, when I see it, I'm, like, does eating out, like, lose its glory for you? Because I feel like your food would be better than any restaurant you go to. Like, if I had your skill, I'd go to a restaurant and be like, I could, like, laugh at it, like, put my nose up and be like, are you kidding me with this?
1: Some people do say they don't like choosing restaurants for me because I can be quite particular. But I am such a foodie. I love trying new things. I love eating out. Sorry, I can't tell if you can probably hear my boyfriend in the background right now, and I'm just like... (sighs) Should I close the door? Because he's being really annoying.
0: <laughs> I hear him a little, but it's not that loud.
1: I'm gonna close it. One second.
0: <laughs> One second, everybody.
1: Just shut my loud ass boyfriend up. Oh, he's leaving. Perfect timing. I just... <laughs> I'm so so extra about noise. I can't, you know when somebody like is watching tv and then someone will start scrolling on their phone and like videos are playing at the same time I'm like it's a one or the other for me like (laughs) I don't know I think it's noises that are out of my control as well like you know when you're in a car and somebody undoes their seatbelt too soon and it starts beeping I'm like (laughs) please stop (laughs) why um (laughs) sorry I feel like we're in the middle of the there and
0: I got no ready. you're fine you're fine um restaurants oh. <laughs> Yeah.
1: thank you um restaurants I'm such a foodie I love them and I think sometimes I can be a bit of a pain in the ass for other people so now I'm just like almost like the resident like advisor for like places to eat out around London like people will be like oh it's my friend's birthday I need I want it to be vegan I want it to be around this area and I'm like okay so you've got a couple of options these are your priceless but I can be quite particular like Mm -hmm. sometimes yes Uh, especially if it's somewhere that I have really high hopes for and I go and the food isn't that great then I can be a bit of a sassy mama. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, because I'm hungry and I expect things to be nice. And then, yeah, sometimes I can be like, well, I could have done this. But there's the luxury of no cleaning up afterwards, people bringing it to you. You can have a couple of drinks. You're not the host as well because I host so regularly and I like it. I do. I've always been the host. That's kind of like how my family was always the house that like we had the big christmas meals round and stuff like that and then at a young age because i didn't want to eat the meat and i didn't i liked things my way i wanted the food to be fancier so i started <laughs> kind of getting involved cooking more at home and then my first ever job actually was just like a saturday job kind of in a cafe i still cooked meat and everything back then i still i mean i have done in kitchens to this day really but not not a lot that's yeah. like that's an intense tip of the iceberg <laughs> to like say like I'm vegan but I do occasionally cook meat but at the end of the day people need to earn money and uh, mm-hmm. there's an idealist way I would love to live I would love to only ever be around vegans I wish that well idealist is the whole world's vegan mm-hmm. but we're not there yet so sometimes yeah. I guess I say things and I'm like oh
0: god the vegan community is gonna no come. no it would be ridiculous for them to come for you for that because like any job even working at a grocery store you're selling people meat and dairy like I worked at um a restaurant too and I didn't cook it but it's like you're serving and like I did try because um I was a hostess and so I, like, gave people the seats. And usually they have, like, what's good here. I would tell them, like, the only vegan option. And then they'd be, like, maybe you have to tell them, like, the most popular dish. Yeah. Like, you can't tell. Like, like people don't want it. Because it wasn't really a vegan-friendly place. It wasn't even, like, a vegan option. You have to take something out to make it vegan. And yeah. so, like, someone's hungry. They sit down. They're, like, what's good here? And I was, like, the garden wrap is really good. <laughs> and they're, like, they don't want to fucking hear that. Like, it's not anything fancy. I'm, like, that hummus garden wrap. Mm. (laughs) this is the thing I think like we do uh, it's
1: funny it is but like uh, I think it's amazing that we have every kind of vegan out there that there is like there's the people that are able to only socialize with vegans only eat out at fully vegan restaurants only this, only that and like Whilst it is such a growing community, I do still think to a certain degree that is a luxury. Uh, People would argue with me about that, like, because it is it's a choice. It's a preference. I mean, if I really, really wanted to, I could cut out. Every non-vegan in my life and only eat at vegan restaurants, I could do it it would make my life really limiting. I mean, I'd have to break up with my partner of six years to start with to do that because he still eats meat. We got together before I I was, I've been veggie since I was nine. We got together before I was fully vegan. I was like going back and forth a bit. Um, So I wouldn't expect him to change his diet for me. I'm always kind of, expressing and I understand it's not just diet it's his morals to a degree but I think Mm -hmm. he's just so not stuck in his way but he was raised differently to me as well like a lot of these conversations that I've been having since I was a child are only just being brought to him now as an adult so Mm
0: -hmm. I guess I
1: I do kind of make excuses for him but at the end of the day it's because I love him so
0: (laughs) it's hard it's hard um I ended up getting my boyfriend to go vegan, but it was, like, we never fight. And I'm so sensitive, because, like, and he knows that. And, like, that's part of the reason why I love him so much, is even if, like, something's happening, he'll, like, if I'm upset, he'll, like, stop it, and he'll be, like, I love you, like, we're fine. Because he knows I'm so sensitive, and, like, I hate Mm -hmm. conflict. But, like, when I was getting into, because I was more into, like, the vegan community online that's like really aggressive and I was just watching a lot of documentaries again and I just got and I was like I we got in fights about it and I was like being such a bitch and looking back it ended up working he did go vegan because he ended up being like you're you were right you're right because it was actually like a debate like I wasn't just being a bitch for the cake like for the sake of it but uh it did end up working and I was nice for it for the longest time just being like hey like look at this cute pig that was rescued but um looking back now we recently were talking about it I'm like I kind of do regret not regret but like the tactic I used to get him to go vegan, I don't think I would now, because it was kind of, like, borderline. Like, that was a little messed up, being that mean about it. But he did say he was, like – Like, he's, like, but that's kind of what he needed. But it did hurt our relationship a little bit. It was – because we never fight, and we fought for, like, a month straight, probably, at least once every time we hung out. <laughs>
1: like – There are certain things that, like – Even – you know what? A random change that I – a conversation I have with people a lot okay so two of my main problems well it's a very difficult conversation to just touch upon a small part of it but one of the things I talk to people about a lot is disassociation uh, not just disso- like disassociating from something and also uh the mass production element of it as well so I'm very much like if you're going to do it like mass production is the devil of everything, even vegan products. Like if you're Mm going to make it on such a giant scale, it is going to cause pollution and people are like, people are going to be underpaid. There's going to be bad conditions. It's not good for the environment. It's not good for people's mental health. It's not good for materials for just so many different reasons. And the second thing is labels. So like, call it what is dairy why have we called it dairy why are we labeling it this it's mm-hmm. an animal product is what it is and so many animal products like even just beef what is beef what is pork what like what are these terms that we've come up with to make ourselves feel better about consuming animal products so i will say one thing for my partner because this is one of the biggest debates and my my parents as well they're not fully vegan mm-hmm. my mom's like my, majority veggie and she will have like oat milk a lot of the time but we have fights about the fact she still like wants dairy milk in her cup of tea and things like this same with maverick but one thing i will make sure they say now is we've excluded the term normal milk like completely because it makes me so fucking angry what is normal no normal is this term that we use for just things that have been socially conditioned into us. And that does not make it normal. Not Mm -hmm. normal. is not literally artificially inseminating. And we'll have an argument about calling that rape or not, but like, anyway, uh, artificially inseminating a being against their will, um, literally cutting holes in their side to regulate the temperature and try and essentially mass produce things for us. mass volume um with minimum nutrition and no I just cannot sit by and have that be referred as normal so we have the terms animal products or dairy milk are like massive to me in terms of like Mm -hmm. especially if it's literally like us out ordering coffee or something like I'm not going to be alienated being like one normal latte and one oat milk latte no we'll have one dairy or like Mm -hmm. animal product latte and we'll have one oat milk latte if you're really going to make that choice you're not going to make me seem like the freak in this scenario (laughs) yeah exactly
0: (laughs) Nice. <laughs> That's a huge pet peeve of mine, too. My family does that all the time. We're like, oh, this is normal one. This is the vegan one. And I'm like, oh, my God, it pisses me off. And it's like my family has made progress. Like, not really my dad. He's very stuck in his ways. I don't see that changing. And I'm not going to I'm not even we're like we don't have that relationship where I can even attempt to try. But um, like my mom, she's kind of like I think where your mom's at where it's like. She has switched out most dairy to, like, plant milks, and she eats a lot of, like, um, vegan meats, but it's, like, certain things, like cheese, she won't swap, and, like, that's her big thing. But, like, she does try, and I appreciate that, but it's, like, my whole family can't get past the, this is normal, and this is vegan, I'm, like, oh, my God, it just drives me crazy, because I'm, like, oh, it's, like, huge pet peeve, cringe every time yeah I mean it's it's interesting in
1: general like where people like where their journey comes from and everything because as I said before like I've been veggie since I was like nine years old or something like that um and nobody else in my family was it was complete personal choice because I didn't like the texture of it like I we like had this weird thing from such a young age that like You want to hear the honest to God truth reason why I went veggie at such a young age is because I was scared of cannibals. I heard a horror story about a cannibal once. Freaked me out. I had an irrational fear that one day I was going to enter an elevator with a stranger. They were going to eat me. Anyway, every time (laughs) I ate meat, like this sensation would just come over me that I was like, what is the difference between this flesh and human flesh? We will never know some people might and that scares me <laughs> but like that I and like even just thinking about it now like bleh, like the <laughs> flash like what's the difference between that and me just yamming into my own arm right now I don't know mm-hmm. that was what started me off so like I didn't have like the ick with other animal products in the same way I probably knew like after after a while that like it wasn't good but I didn't really understand why um and then when I was at uni I studied um hair and makeup design for tv and film and I like got into like I did a my dissertation on like the ethics within the cosmetics industry which there are none no there are there are very few but not a lot Um, and I like just went into this like rabbit hole, forgive the pun that talked talking about, <laughs> this kind of thing. Um, and um, just like found out like how much uh, torture was going on and was just like, I am a hypocrite in so many ways. Like I su- supposedly care about the animals when it's coming to animal testing for makeup. I care about them when it's like gonna be turned into a burger or whatever, but I was the same. I was literally like, oh but cheese oh my god how will I ever live without cheese and then I was just like it's actually just not about you at this point is it hun like and Mm -hmm. really just had to look at it from that perspective because even before that I toyed with veganism just to try and uh like from a foodie perspective try and be a bit more creative I was like you know what when you have to remove certain things like it might make me come up with more exciting dishes and it did so I went vegan for about half a year at one point um and then I think I I spoke to a nutritionist or something and this makes me so angry she was like you need more protein you need eggs okay. wrong I speak to a nutritionist to this day I'm really interested in all of this and if anybody ever says vegans struggle for protein like we're gonna have a fight Send them around mm-hmm. my house. Oh, I'll put the bats and <laughs> gloves because um but yeah, so that's where all of my veganism kind of came from. So now I find I, I, I kind of understand when people say like cheese and stuff like that because you're thinking about yourself and your satisfaction Mm -hmm. of life and you can't prioritize another sentient being in that moment until you're there you're there that is individuals journeys to make in their own time I think because of my way of going vegan, I'm quite, like, relaxed at other people in their own pace. I'm not going to cook you meat in my own house or anything like that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't buy those products. I'm obviously not going to consume those products. But everybody has their own journey. You know, I wish mm-hmm. I was that vegan that was like, I watched one documentary, I was changed, da 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 it didn't happen that smoothly for me so I have to bear with other people as well
0: yeah and I think it's important that because different like approaches is going to work for different people like I didn't like completely go vegan overnight either because mine was like yours is a cool story I really like your like cannibal thing especially like what at nine That's an interesting (laughs) tie-in. Like, you're like, hmm, I want to eat a human, so I shouldn't eat an animal at, like, nine years old. I'm like, wow. That's, like, smart thinking for a nine-year-old. But um, mine, I was, like, 16, and I watched, like, a PETA video, and I was like, oh, my God, like, do people know about, like, I thought it was, like, this big secret nobody knew. And I think that was the hardest thing for me was, like, talking to people, and they're just like, yeah, it's, like, the circle of life. And I'm like – This is not the circle of life. Like this is horrible. (laughs) But um because I was still in high school and I wasn't buying groceries, like I had mess ups and I did it slowly because it was like I didn't know what I was doing. I had I didn't have a job. I had no money to buy my own things. I did like I was just like, well, so it's like I I think there is something to be said. Some people are gonna take longer to transition and that's fine and yeah, I don't know, but then some people need, like, an aggressive approach to change, yeah. so it's like, I don't, I try not to hate on anybody's style of activism, but what I do hate on is when people hate on others, like, like my way and all other ways don't work, and I'm like, okay, calm down, because I've had vegans who and it's not like a vegan pissing contest of oh I've been vegan longer than you but like I had vegans who've been vegan for like a year I've been vegan since I was 16 and they're like you're not vegan enough or something or like and I was like excuse me you're not vegan enough to, are you three years old I'm like what is like I was so annoyed
1: it's just a journey I think like I mean as we were talking about spirituality earlier like this is my kind of spirituality okay we're all on a journey. And I think like, as I get older, the more I learn, just like how individual the experience of life is for everybody. And this is like, just why not to compare, why not to, especially on social media, when you do not know these people personally, Mm -hmm. I mean, we're close and I would still never like, even if I, well, I can't imagine thinking anyone was a bad vegan. I mean, how can you be a bad vegan? You're trying your hardest to make an a effort in the world to do something better. Mm-hmm. But I guess my point being, like, you don't know what anybody else is going through in life. And everybody's just trying their motherfucking hardest. Do you know? I th- and I, You know what? Life yes. is- just doing the bare minimum sometimes it is hard so when you're literally making a proactive choice to just you know save lives um make the planet last longer that we're living on um just simple changes
0: um I just don't understand why people have to be so angry about it like it's I don't either And do you want to hear, like, the reasoning behind it? It was because at the time, my boyfriend wasn't vegan yet. And he literally said to me, he's like, you're dating a rapist, like, because he's not vegan. I'm like, I understand where you're drawing that connection. Like, I can see where you mean it. But that is not, that's not a correct way to go about that. I'm sorry. Like, people who aren't vegan yet are not rapists. Like, yes, I do believe what happens to that cow's that is messed up which is why i'm vegan and just why i advocate against it but people don't know that and people have to rewire their way of thinking like they don't see that it's wrong <laughs> it's like and that's our job it's not our job to like stick our nose up be like everyone's a rapist but me like and we probably shouldn't be throwing around the word rapist like that has a heavy <laughs> heavy heavy term yeah. to it
1: <laughs> I mean, that in itself, that is like a really heavy, heavy debate, like, but even within the vegan community, I mean, about terminology we should use around various things. I, I've been educating myself on a lot of these, and I do think it's a constant process, the terms we should and shouldn't use about various things, I mean... I got into, I, I was kind of like, I think you could see in my face there, debating whether or not to say something. Um, I got into a bit of a conversation recently around, is this his name, James Aspie or something like that? He's James a real, yeah, yeah, about his terms and everything like mm-hmm. that. And I really, I like to inform this is why even now I'm kind of stuttering a bit because I like to inform myself before talking on subjects especially like publicly where people can have an opinion and say you said this you said that because if I'm not fully educated on the topic I feel really uncomfortable that's what it is I don't like saying the wrong thing and then at a later day educating myself more and then being like Fuck, I can't believe I said that. Like, that was so misinformed of me. So that's why, like, before I say anything, just know that was the case in this scenario. So I got in a debate with some of my friends just saying, how do you feel about using the term Holocaust around animal slaughtering because I've seen this post about it and there's like really mixed comments underneath. Now, you know what, I'm against it. That's my personal opinion just because at the end of the day, anything that could hurt anybody, it's wrong. And I understand that the way he's using it is like trying to approach the mass scale of the mass slaughter and technically the terminology is not defined to one event and technically the term does mean like a mass slaughter kind of thing which is technically what's happening with the animals now I saw really mixed comments from Jewish people underneath which is why I brought up the subject with my friends I was just wanting to debate it because some Jewish people were saying I agree with this and then afterwards I looked into it more and I was like, whoa, no, this is actually offending so many people and that's not okay. And like immediately afterwards I was like, wow, I can't believe I even needed the debate. It's clearly mm-hmm. wrong kind of thing. But it was just genuinely something that was interesting to me at that time. And that's why I had the conversation away from social media, formed my own point of view. And then I was like, this is fucked up. Like, can we not be using this word that is mm-hmm. clearly like, massively traumatizing to so many people surrounding like a horrible horrible event um, well jenna i don't even know the right words to like <laughs> mm-hmm. put the scale of such a disgusting historic event and the fact that this word has then been taken it is it's triggering for a lot of people and mm-hmm. um for a giant cultural community and it's not right to use it in that sense and I do think same with the word rape um sorry somebody just called me if I just disappeared. <laughs> uh, in such an intense moment as well uh same with the word rape like I think whilst technically that is what is happening we need to be sensitive around the terminology we use because at the end of the day that people people have been traumatised by these events. Mm-hmm. So, and we just need to be, I mean, I personally have my own stories. I'm sure, like, w- pretty much every single woman out there that I know mm-hmm. their own kind of conversations around things like that. So, yeah, we do need to be careful. But at the end of the day, I do, I see both sides, not with the Holocaust, but with... Mm-hmm. The R bomb uh, around like the dairy industry and everything like that because yeah. it is technically what it is. It, it means a sentient being is being inseminated against their will. However, mm-hmm. when people use it for a shock factor, I don't think. And, and when especially yeah. when people are coming to you and talking about your boyfriend because they're not fully vegan yet, like, come mm-hmm. on.
0: Like, yeah that person got blocked I was like I'm not even wasting my time but I agree and I see like before before all that happened I really I don't think like terminology like I don't have that generational like generational trauma so I didn't feel at any which way to using that term but like once someone's Like, once I found out someone was like, this is, like, very triggering for a lot of people, it should be, like, no-brainer. I'm not Jewish, I'm not going to use it. And then for people, like, if a Jewish person wants to use it, I think they have every right to, because they have that generational trauma. And if they want to, then that's on them. But it's, like, if you're not, then why would you? Like, why even try to, if you know it can hurt people... I don't get why it became such a huge, like, debate whether or not to use the word. I'm like, and the thing is, everyone's like, oh, the animals deserve the correct terminology. I'm like, but the animals don't speak the same language we do. They don't care what terminology we use. Anyway, just, and that's uh, what pisses me off them. the post. Yeah, it's just, yeah. I just found it so annoying. Like, I try and stay clear of that side. I just... I w- I used to be really involved in things like that and talking to people and, like, getting into debates with other vegans and finding common ground or something, but it was just so draining mental health-wise and stuff. So now it's really just friends-wise. Like, I listen to what my friends have to say, and, like, if someone says something is, like, triggering to them or insulting to them, it's like, okay, I know I won't use it then. Like, but... Uh, I mean, I- honestly, that's why, like, we have our little vegan girls
1: community chat and it's just such a safe place for people to generally ask questions and, you know, make sure that the people that are the most affected by these discussions are okay, primarily, how they're Mm -hmm. feeling. Um, And also, yeah, I think it's okay to ask for advice in these scenarios as well and find out what the appropriate way to conduct yourself is. Because I... As you can tell, I can chat for England and like I'm I wanna educate myself as much as possible. I wanna make sure that I'm saying the right things. I know I probably even in this conversation haven't always phrased things perfectly. And as I'm saying all the time, like we're on a journey. We're on this journey together, Mm -hmm. individually, on this planet, like just trying to do our best, you know? And I think when people really go for it kind of thing and it's like well you're offending people now so I don't under I never, I will never understand when somebody is offended why we can't just stop and be like okay they're offended whether or not we think they should be offended or not they are full stop
0: mm-hmm.
1: Bum walk away yeah. from
0: completely agree it just seems all so unnecessary and I was like really involved in like that kind of debate with like James whatever his last name is <laughs> for a little bit but I'm like why am I like giving my energy to this when it's like just leave it alone yeah. like yeah. you you're on like at, like you said everyone's on their own journey like you can only worry about yourself and if someone comes for my friends or someone I'm going to defend them but until then like yeah I don't know it's just that whole side is so toxic and that's why I really love our little group because like to any any side on social media or any movement there's going to be toxic people in it like toxic people are everywhere and like you said like no one's perfect like I know I'm toxic in certain situations. Like you just learn, like that's the thing. Like when people tell you you're offending me, Oh, Oh, you're being really toxic right now. You don't get defensive. You're just like, okay, let me think about what I just did. And let me figure out, let me be better. Like, let me not be toxic next time I approach this person. (laughs) It's not that hard just to like have some accountability and then change. And there's going to be times where like people might just not like you. And then you don't need to factor in their opinion. If it's like, there's like, Oh, I just don't like your vibe. It's like, okay, well, then let's just not vibe then. Like, yeah. that's different. Like, there's a difference between, like, haters and someone being like, you're actually kind of being a, like, douche right now. Like, yeah. maybe stop. And it's like, okay, like, let me let me change just a little bit so I can keep being a better person. But And I... some people don't have that. They're, like, on their high horse, and they don't want to take any other opinion at all. It's like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean... I love it though, uh, like our
1: little group, can I just say, did you deliberately choose only really hot ladies from uh, um, I'm in that group chat and I'm feeling a little type away. I'm like, Jesus Christ you are taken, you are unfortunately in a polyamorous relationship right now so uh as much as I want to fly to New Zealand sometime (laughs) oh yeah Uh,
0: mood mood I love her I love everyone in that group I love like vegan women like when we're all supportive and great it's like dang like everyone's thriving like and I love it and then I love getting all of us together and then as you're scrolling you see everyone commenting on each other's posts and i'm like oh my god like the women support that's why i wanted to do this podcast too cuz i'm like i know so many women from around the world and i was like getting to know them and just having people listen to their stories and get to know them more i just love making those connections cuz it's like online can be so toxic but when you get people like when you network and bring people together it's like such an empowering safe feeling and I love that you know what
1: I'm gonna say something which will probably make you when I was younger and I'm also probably gonna get a lot of hate from this I had a stereotype in my head that people that make friends through the internet have to be nerds and like kind of like a little bit weird and now I honestly like I just have this community that has come through the internet and I'm like oh my god you were so funny that you even thought that when you were younger <laughs> even if it was just for a second because these are honestly like the coolest people I've ever met and like I just mm-hmm. I love the dynamic because you know what we're all like older now like we have specifically followed or spoken to people that we actually like have common interests with now as well like Mm-hmm. veganism food like women empowerment like these are all connections that brought us together in the first place and now yeah like we we may live on literally practically opposite sides of the world but we have been chatting shit for how long now <laughs> like <laughs> it's so easy to just talk about things that we care about and kind of be on the same page like the amount of times I've wanted to scream get out of my head during this conversation (laughs) because you're literally saying exactly what I'm thinking like (laughs) it I love it I do like it's perfect
0: um it is so nice like getting to know like not, like, super closely, because you can only be, like, so close to someone online, but you can get pretty close, like, certain people, like, how long have we been friends on, like, almost a year now, I think. Yeah, probably, probably, I have no idea. And there's, there's some friends I met on Instagram who it's been, like, three, three years now or something, and it's crazy, and it's weird, like, sometimes you get so connected, it's, like, obviously not condoning this to anyone, like, <laughs> not saying go meet up with random strangers even on the internet. But I mean, like, I mean, after, like, you, sh- once you reach a certain age, you know when something's sketchy or not. Like, if yeah. I went to the UK and I hit you up and was like, hey, I'm in the UK, like, let's go to a cafe or something, I know you're not going to kill me, hopefully. Well, wow, also, oh, <laughs> but um
1: but a part of this conversation I haven't told you yet I am actually a serial killer <laughs> no Matthew...
0: so, so, but the podcast ends right now I'm like okay <laughs> end, <laughs> yeah, of, yeah. end of episode <laughs> yeah, no I
1: I do honestly sometimes I feel like I'll be talking to my mom and I'm like oh yeah like I'm gonna go meet up with the because I have I've met up with quite a few vegan foodies now like that live in the UK obviously haven't flown to America just yet um but like people that are a bit closer we've gone out and we've like got some food or whatever and my mum's like so you're meeting up with someone that you've never you've never met before and I'm like Yeah, but, like, we we talk, we voice note. Like, I know that she's a woman or, like, whatever. Like, I can tell that they're not lying about the basic things, like their gender and their age. So, yeah, as you say, I'm, I'm an old enough person. I'll meet them, like, in a public space. Like, there's obviously certain things, like, certain, like, have you heard their voice? Have you seen a picture of them? Like, is there clarification that this person isn't lying to you, first of all? But then... Yes, I think it's nice that you get, like, mm-hmm. to kind of connect. And, yeah, hopefully one day, one day I'm sure we'll go for food, have a, have a drink yeah. or something. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? I was just – I because I told you that, like, I had a couple of drinks the other day or something, and after I said it, I was just like, how old are you?
0: I'm 22.
1: So you can legally drink in America now? Yep. But when did you – I mean, whether or not you want to divulge this or not is a different question. You can just tell me to shut up. When did you start drinking in America?
0: Like when you legally can or when I actually did? I know we
1: (laughs) can start drinking in America,
0: but when you... Okay. I started drinking... um, My first time getting drunk was senior year of high school, but my mom is very... um, chill about things she's very she never really set rules she's because she kind of is like everything in moderation so when I was like young she'd be like if I asked to take a sip of her wine and try it she'd let me like obviously if I was like five years old she didn't give me a glass of wine but you know what I mean like my mom was never strict with things and I think that's why like I never went like crazy like I did drink but it's like I didn't think I was like oh I'm so cool because I drink it was just like because my mom always let me like if Since I was probably, like, 15, if I wanted to drink a little with my mom, like, not to the point I was drunk, she would let me. So, I don't know. Like, my mom is very – she has a very chillax, like, way of thinking about it. I mean,
1: UK already, one, obviously the legal drinking age is younger. Um, But secondly, I don't know if this is America's opinion of us or what, but I think just generally – UK is just a bunch of alcoholics Um, so we we start young I mean I have the hilarious story actually of when I was three years old yes that is correct everybody ladies and gentlemen (laughs) do not call like parental. I don't know parental control what am I going to say? My <laughs> parents are good parents, I swear. But when I was three years old, we were on holiday. It was like this big family thing. I think it was like New Year's or something. My cousins used to live in Cuba at the time, actually. um I mean, obviously, I don't remember this. I was three, but I've been told the story enough times and it's quite funny. um Everybody's sitting around the table, drinking, quite merry or whatever. Um, and apparently, I literally went round every single person, but, like, with enough breaks or whatever, three years old, and asked for a sip of their wine or something like that's this.
0: so funny. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, the first time I think I ever got drunk was when I was three years old. Um, that's hilarious. I'm pretty sure my dad said I fell in the pool or something, like, but I don't know whether or not that's a joke <laughs> or a story that's just kind of, like, being made up, like, whether or not it's kind of like a mystery if that actually happened or not but then yeah I mean in the UK like by the time you're 16 if you're not getting pissed in a park what are you doing (laughs) what are you doing with your life um but and that's probably why as well uh I love I'd love to say that because we could drink from a young age like my parents were like we'd rather give her a like bottle of wine or whatever to take out then her be drinking vodka and spirits and all of this kind of thing
0: mm-hmm.
1: classic in the UK um <laughs> but uh yeah it didn't do the thing that you're talking about where like they were really cool so I just didn't take it too far when I got older Yeah. when I got older I was like okay all right we're legally allowed <laughs> to do now where well, we take it <laughs> Hi. Listen, like um so, yeah. see but I now-
0: just have I have a really low tolerance for alcohol. So it's like I'll have like one white claw and I'm like trashed. And yes. that's why I don't do that often because I cannot casually drink. I just get drunk and then like it just is sometimes it's too much oh, and that's part of it. everyone tells me it's like because you don't drink that often which oh, is why you get like pissed drunk every time you drink and I'm like yes but it's like it's it's a whole scene every time I drink it's this big production <laughs> like, except for wine that's why I do drink wine can you hear my dogs I can Please. where are the wolf- <laughs> bring them in bring them in
1: okay i'll get them you don't want to if you don't want
0: to i'll I'll get them i'll get get them right at the end okay okay i don't know what he's barking oh i think he's still oh no i'm gonna get him i'll be right back give me two seconds because then he'll stop
1: attention stop going crazy Oh, my God. Oh, I Chris. love dogs so much. Like, the intensity. of oh, oh, Crazy.
0: Oh. Jesus. <laughs> he... So, I have another dog who's... 15 and he falls down trying to go up the stairs so we have to block it because with a baby gate because he will not stop he will fall and then try and come back up limping and we're like stop because he has arthritis so we have to put a baby gate up so that he doesn't do that but this dude my parents went to work if he's alone with even with Shay downstairs he just cries and wakes me up every morning because he can't be alone it's like oh. calm
1: down I feel like so many dogs just have anxiety separation and it's like the cutest but like the most stressful thing to me I'm like baby I'm here like nobody's leaving you it's okay
0: I'm just yeah he's so codependent it's not even funny like when he sleeps in my room with me i just noticed my drawers are open that's disgusting i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: i didn't even notice. know clearly you like changed the angle a little bit it's fine that when you were gone i was like this is like the weirdest background right now it's like half a window some curtain my coat had like
0: normal things <laughs> um you you have pets right don't you have cats or am i um no you i just ha- like cats
1: i i like cats um i like dogs i like animals i have um i have a family dog but i've moved out now so i don't see him anymore really that often his name's chester he's a cockapoo he's the fluffiest little boy ever and i just i oh. miss him i do i miss animals in general but not gonna lie not don't feel sorry for me because everybody got it but I'm a little bit of an anxious soul um and whilst I really really want nothing more than my own baby at the moment not human baby animal baby (laughs) um I just get I like every time I go to do it I like catastrophize a little bit and I'm like do I have enough money? What if uh, my schedule changes soon and, like, I don't have enough time? Like, what if I'm with the dog too much and then I give it, like...
0: All Codependency my... issues? Like, <laughs> this
1: thing. <laughs> and even, like, sometimes I'll, like, look after somebody else's dog or whatever and, like, just taking them for a walk, I'm, like... Really, like, how far away is the dog from me? Like, I... and I... Lo- I yeah, basically i love them too much that is the stress is i feel like i i need to kind of work on some stuff within so that i don't literally baby the heck out of a dog because me and maverick that's my boyfriend's name is maverick um Mm -hmm. we were gonna get a rescue dog at one point during lockdown um and then I just got really stressed out because I kept hearing stories about, I don't know if this happened in America at all, but in the UK there was such a demand for dogs, like, like literally like a puppy boom. Like You know when p- loads of people get randy because they're stuck inside too often and then there's a baby boom because everybody's mm-hmm. getting in it? It was like a dog version of that. Like there were just puppies everywhere. And then there were these stories coming out that like, puppy mills were like pushing them out sooner than they should have been I mean obviously I wasn't going to get a puppy boom dog anyway like I wanted a rescue dog but um and then all of the rescue centers were like get getting loads of issues with the types of dogs that they were coming out and then there was like a crazy high price tag for them all and loads of them were going to have crazy vet bills and I I was just stressed out I was like I don't want to contribute to this right now I feel like there's enough people Mm. buying dogs I don't really know what's going on but I was just like let me just take a step back from it so I started panicking about that and then my boyfriend started kind of getting specific that he wanted a Frenchie and I was like I do love Frenchies but obviously they have all the breathing problems. So I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to get a rescue Frenchie. And he was like, I want it to be a puppy. And I was like, this is getting <laughs> too difficult at this point. Like calling up rescue places. Like, hi, do you have a Frenchie puppy? <laughs> like mm-hmm. have loads of medical issues because we can't afford that right now. That is okay with living in London. And it was starting to just get a little bit of a to ask it, the Bar was too high for what we were asking for, so I've just been like, "Let's just pause for a second, mm-hmm. again, and just maybe steal someone's dog," you know? Joke. <laughs> bad, bad joke. I was
0: gonna say, don't say that to the vegan community. <laughs> yeah, literally bad joke. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, but no, for real, like that's what I'm worried about because I'm starting to look for apartments now because I just graduated, so it's like. Woo! trying to look yep I'm excited kind of nervous but excited but like I'm looking for apartments and the worst part is like because like I'm like fresh out of college like obviously I'm not my money tree speaks for itself like my dead money tree is, <laughs> like so it's like my first apartment is not going to be the best and it's probably gonna be no pets allowed and that's gonna be so hard for me because I've always had a dog to snuggle with it is it's gonna be the worst I'm just gonna get stuffed animal and be one of those adults
1: a <laughs> like, my- unicorn just so you know like a huge huge cuddly unicorn and then one day I had like this moment where I was like I'm an adult I have okay when I say I had a unicorn I had 14 unicorns it got a bit weird um all the same size uh no I had a giant <laughs> unicorn I had like I was just collecting unicorn stuff. I was one yes, of those
0: they're people. Cute. They're Thank you. cute. Worthy of collecting.
1: But then, yeah, just one day I was just like, enough. I'm not the unicorn lady anymore. I'm parting with it. I gave this giant unicorn to my neighbours not a month goes by, I was going to say not a day goes by, but that's not, not a month goes by without me thinking about that unicorn, that was about four years ago now and I'm like, god damn it and I just know that that (laughs) kids are older now so I know they don't have the unicorn anymore and I'm like, I hope Wendy went to a good home, I hope hope she's had a great time wherever she is because she was a fabulous unicorn but yeah, that was a great when I went to uni because I wasn't anywhere near my dog when I was at uni, I brought that in third year because I was getting really stressed out I was like too much work I don't have a dog to cuddle I'm buying myself a giant fluffy horn mm-hmm. it was <laughs> a tree I would
0: highly recommend it when you do move out I might I might have to it's gonna be rough
1: it's yeah be hard
0: do you have anything from like your childhood that you've like can't get rid of like at all I have I have like Bella Sarah cards still, and I still collect them. Do you do you remember Bella Sarah cards, or are they I, not a thing in the UK? I don't think. Well, I, I have them right here.
1: I'll show I, you. I'll I, show I was you. gonna say. I was like, I have the worst memory, so like the whole of the UK, please don't attack me if this was a giant thing and I just don't remember. But like, I don't think it was
0: a thing. I don't remember them. So, I have like three cartons of these. They're like unicorn magical horse cards. And they're, like, Pokemon cards, but pretty magical horses. So... (laughs) And they all have, like, inspiring quotes on them. There's ghost horses. There's seahorses. There's war horses. Pegasus. Like, there's... And I can't get rid of them. And I still take them out and look at them. And I'm, like, 22 years old. Like, let me get out my Bella Sarah. <laughs> but they're so comforting to me. But I remember when I was, like, 10 years old, I had, like, a Bella Sarah-themed birthday card. And look at me here now. And like, now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. And I wish that was
1: Because, to be honest, after me just confessing about, like, literally having, like, 15 unicorn things in my bedroom at one point at uni, like, I... I would have collected those cards if they they were, like, (laughs) around me. I feel like I would have known. But, um, yeah, no, I've never seen those before. I have a – I don't know if it's actually in this house or if it's still in my parents' house somewhere. But I do have, like, it was a memory box, and then it turned into a memory suitcase. But it has, like, everything from – my childhood cuddly toy Sammy um to like a card that like I got in primary school when one of the girls from our school she moved to Japan uh, and she wrote me a card that's in there um like just really really like random selection of Mm -hmm. things like just memories that I felt like I really couldn't let go of um I have, like, a weird speaker that, like, has, like, loads of uh, settings on it and stuff just because it holds so many memories of, honestly, when I was a kid, it was, like, a voice changer. But um, when I was a kid, we'd have these sleepovers and, like, me and my mates would laugh for the longest fucking time <laughs> over the dumbest thing, just handing around this, like, voice changer thing and just saying, like, rude things. And obviously, it's like... <laughs> as a kid even just being like your butt smells is like "Ah, oh my god I can't believe she said it you've got a smelly butt like um so then like doing that with this voice changer is literally just like one of the most iconic like childhood memories I have like just passing it around and being like your mom works at McDonald's Ah! oh my god oh my god she said it but it would be like in a robot voice as well your man works at McDonald's and it would just be like outrage absolutely outrage the things that like actually looking back those like weird jokes that like everybody just said as a kid are actually completely unacceptable but um <laughs> at the time you're like eh, oh my god it's mm-hmm. so funny yeah. <laughs> it's like the American version of like a silly thing that like a kid would say to like try and insult somebody there used to be like your mama jokes, I remember yep. a lot. But well, was just saying like a lot of like your mum kind of things, which now it's like, oh my god, please don't talk about my mum like that.
0: <laughs> yep. <sighs> Alright, I have I wrote down random questions. I love it. Random yeah. getting to know you questions before we end this. Let's see who are your fashion icons because I love your sense of style like who is your inspiration or is it just completely you like you don't draw it from anyone it's just envisioned in your head completely 100% you (laughs)
1: yeah a bit like I love color I'm inspired by color more people I'm inspired by shape uh, I'm inspired by the Harajuku district in Japan. Like, I'm inspired by more like styles. Like, I, a really weird combination of like Barbie, grunge, Harajuku, uh,
0: kawaii madness. I love that, mm. and I love your hats are always my favorite, and like just your whole fits always. <laughs> just in case let's have a moment yes. okay so right now
1: we're in the pink crochet hat which is I love it my friend uh she has a brand called Mim Smash and then this is like um a gift from my partner but oh fuck a all tracksuit and then- I want just to really complete
0: the outfit. I like to bring a plant in. Oh, my God. I love it. And I love how plants are, like, your accessory. Like, yeah, they vegan balls, basically.
1: <laughs> I love how many times, like, I go to show people a plant and then literally just throw soil everywhere. Like, <laughs> I was like, look at her. Oh,
0: that's fine. <laughs>
1: that's fine. Anyway, okay. That, that's
0: that. Who's your style like? Um, I really like, okay, I really like Ariana Grande's style. I wear a lot of I wear a lot of uh, thigh high socks with like short skirts or like t shirt dresses. Like I love that style. It's so comfortable. But I also love like, early 2000s, like early 2000s, Britney Spears, Paris Hilton. Like, I love that almost like uh, not trashy. What's the We're kind of like tacky style where it's like a little tacky, but in the best way. (laughs) I love this.
1: Okay. When I want to like dress a little bit more provocatively, I call it like ironically thotty. Like I'm not doing it for you to like actually sexualize me.
0: I'm doing it like, because
1: look at this cute outfit. I love it.
0: I've never heard of ironically thotty before, but I like love that. I'm gonna like caption a post with that one day and just have <laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah, I'm literally writing that down and be like, my style today. <laughs> what style are you going for? for I ironically, body. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That's what my next um, shirt I'll make. I'll just have it literally say that I'm gonna do that. I will do oh that this God. week. Yes, you please. Said. I love
1: it. I love it. Because I will. Only- That actually kind of reminds me. One thing I will say about my style is I'm actually really inspired by drag queens. Um, I love drag culture. Bimini Bon Boulash is, like, I love love them so much. And, like, I personally, I'm not really, like, I don't really identify with gender that much. So, like, gender bending is, like, prominent in my clothing choices.
0: Mm-hmm. Where do you usually shop at
1: Ah uh, I like th- i i mean thrifting charity shops majority of the time um trying really hard, not to fast fashion at all, but I can't lie. I recently bought some stuff from River Island and pro- like this is within the last like two years I think I've done ASOS and River Island but the other brand brand that I will buy from that actually I can't believe I didn't say this before Lazy Oaf Lazy Oaf is like my aesthetic it's like baggy pastel pink madness theme like they have like past castle pinks all the time, random patterns, cool designs, strange fits, just anything that's I don't know just a little bit different. I like I don't I don't like being in the usual I think. Mm -hmm. I feel like when I try and fit in I feel uncomfortable.
0: I feel that a lot. My friend always makes fun of me because she's like, you always, like, dress to the max every time you go out. And it's like, if I don't, though, I feel so uncomfortable. Like, it's almost like, um, it almost helps my social anxiety. Like, when I feel... Because I do dress, like, I'll be dressed to the max. I never wear, like, I always wear six inch heels to Walmart, to Price Chopper, to the fucking bank. Like, I don't, like, step out for a second. I am dressed to the max in six inch heels. I do not care. Because if I don't, I don't feel like myself. And I can't. I can't act like myself unless I like. I don't know. It's weird. I don't know if that's superficial. Like, oh, if I don't dress a certain way, but it's like, it's just part of my personality and it's like brings it out in me. (laughs) Yeah. I think self
1: expression is like a great way of defining it. Like, because when when I was younger, I used to like literally not be able to leave the house without like a full face of makeup. I mean, I'm not wearing any makeup at all right now. I'm in a tracksuit with a bucket hat on. Like, but either way I'm kind of I, I, I want to I just feel like myself and like clearly that inner self has changed and like that's just how you express yourself do you know what I mean it's the same with like tattoos makeup dyeing your hair clothing it's all a way of representing your inside on the
0: outside isn't it mm-hmm. exactly and it's like there is something to be said about when you feel comfortable when what you're wearing it's easier to be yourself because you feel you it takes away a little bit of the awkwardness of like socializing yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> all right what are, what are your favorite music songs artists right now Ooh, like what are you listening to
1: um Fleetwood Mac is always like Fleetwood Mac is a like timeless number like just I like older music a lot as well um but I'm going through a massive Cher moment as well I mean Ooh, I love her morning and I'm like no matter how hard I try you keep pushing me <laughs> aside and I can't let go like I, Cher is such a moment um, yeah I'm trying to think I also really like like kind of more. Caribbean music like for just chilling too. like um I wait we... Kofi I don't know no no <laughs> pronunciation check uh also I mean <laughs> I've got like pretty rogue taste in music though because I could go from anything like retro I like a strong lead vocal but then I also like like UK grime um oh
0: I like some UK grime I had a friend from the UK who got me into it a little bit I'm like hmm I I haven't listened to it a bit so I can't name any artists but I got into it for a little bit
1: I'm not gonna try to because you know what like I I'm so that stupid person that will say someone's names wrong or like that's why when you said music I was like oh this is awkward because I'm (laughs) With, like, artist names and stuff. And I'll try and say things. And then somebody will, like, message me afterwards and be like, you know you've got, like, every single name wrong. And I'll be like.
0: And then it's the worst because then it's, like, it it makes you look like a fake fan. Like, I love, love an artist to death. But I never hear their name actually said out loud. And then I'll say it. And they're, like, they give me that like, you're not a real fan. Especially if it's, like, some kind of more indie thing. And it's, like, they constantly looking for posers and they're like like you don't know them I'm like yes I do I listen to them on repeat I just don't I can't pronounce their name yeah
1: yeah I mean I'm tr- I'm really like racking my head because I definitely do listen to a lot more people than what I've just said like Pip Millet, um I love she does some really nice songs like kind of like low beat but like really strong uh vocals like eliza is i always want to call her eliza doolittle and i'm like is that her name or am i just making that up see this is what i'm saying but i i feel like you put the song on and i'd know every single word but then in the Mm -hmm. moment but although i've done this so many times recently lady gaga shallow was literally like a theme tune to my life for such a long period knew every single word and as soon as the like song dropped i would like go into this performance okay I'm ready to bug it up um and now people occasionally will be like Rachel we're doing it and then put it on (laughs) honestly I've just forgotten like half the words now and it's so (laughs) mortifying every time because it's like this build-up they're like no 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 no." honestly like you think you love the song Shallow you don't love it like my friend I don't know why I've turned Australian (laughs) um my friend is an Australian this is just happening now I can't stop Anyway, point B. It's it's humiliating because <laughs> there's a lot of build up and then I go to sing this song and I just mm-hmm. like stumble through half of it. <laughs> Rants over.
0: Um, what is your favorite color? Is it pink? No. Yeah, no. It... <laughs> Mine, my favorite's pink too. Can you? Imagine? Um, what animal do you feel most connected with? Like, what animal do you like? I relate. Like, I feel you on, like, a spiritual level. Oh, that's difficult, though.
1: (laughs) I think I'm going to say really boringly a dog just because... There are a few animals that I've literally, like, put my forehead to forehead and, like, held and, like, feel like there is, like, a transfer of emotions. And honestly, with my my dog and other dogs, like, that has happened a lot. I also really like goats.
0: I love goats, too. I, like, I love pigs. I literally will scroll through Instagram with, like, the hashtag rescue pigs, like, for so long. I'm like, stop. And I have so many cute rescue pigs saved. And I don't want to just blow up my story with rescue pigs. So it's like, if you watch my story, you notice, like, every day I kind of incorporate a pig in there. Because I have so many. And I'm like, I'm not going to just have, like, 20 pigs. So every day I'm like, which pig am I going to put in yeah. my story today? Ooh. They're
1: so yeah. cute. No, I love pig. pig. That's why I'm saying pigs are definitely up there as well. For the fact that, like, they're so intelligent and, like... But I will say one thing. I don't know what it is about... Here's my weird, twisted little brain entering the conversation again. But there's something about pigs that I'm just aware that you would eat a body if it was force-fed to you. You are capable of that. It's the same thing with (laughs) cannibals. I don't know what's going on. Anything that has the capability of eating me just slightly stress me out
0: oh my god do you want to actually I don't know if I should say this actually I'm gonna tell you um skip like five minutes people listening to it if you don't want to hear a gory story because it's really gory like this is a warning 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 warning, warning. skip five minutes like <laughs> okay, I'm here's what am I... <laughs> okay okay so my aunt lives in a house where it's like split down the middle So it's like someone else lives in the other half, kind of like apartment, but like just two like house split one side of the house, other. And it's like two whole different things. And she rents out the second half. This person died, didn't see him, whatever. He died for like weeks. No one heard of him. It wasn't until like someone like whoever was closest to him was like, we haven't heard from weeks, stop by. He had a dog. The dog didn't have food, so he ate him and because the dog was starving but it's like so emotionally sad like how hungry did that dog have to be to eat his own like that's why I said skip it's horrifying but now like that's probably the most horrifying story I'm sorry should I not have told you (laughs) I'm just like literally
1: like I have so so much within me right now like so many like there are three voices one's like ask her how old the dog was, how long was he there for, how old was the man, like, what, Who, I don't how know much how... the person was
0: eaten, like, I'm, I'm so, like, ah, that happened, that is, it's just so horrifying, because I'm sure that actually happens, not, like, often, often, but I'm sure that happens, like, not, like, a bit, I want to say a bit, but I even think that might be too much. You know what I mean? Because some people are just so isolated and, it, like, it takes a bit for people to find them and it's like, if they have pets. And I think that the worst part of the story for me isn't necessarily, like, that eating of him as much. It's more that I feel bad for the poor dog who, like, didn't, like, With that the yeah. oh but the dogs, But the dog survived. I don't know what the dog is now. The dog's fine. Probably just a little traumatized. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god yeah i don't know i I was i was debating saying that because i'm like oh for people listening and for you your poor poor soul i'm like well now that we're talking about animals eat like people eating humans let me yeah that might have been too much this is the first episode and i'm like saying the darkest (laughs) Thing. <laughs> i feel like both are uh, my
1: i'm like a really weird mix so of like the ha- most happy go lucky person that you'll ever meet and then i'll just like casually dip into a conversation like about like really intense ethics or like mental health or taboo words or this that and then I, and then two seconds later i'm like just being a stupid bitch again so yeah. like i think it might we're both kind of like on that page so it's gonna be a
0: roller coaster for anybody listening I know. just quickly could, could change it to here's my next question ready for this big 180 any current celebrity crushes <laughs> oh my god i love okay
1: you know um, there's something about billy eilish that makes me feel some type of way um, oh, there definitely is more. I feel like mainly, I mainly women though. I don't. I feel like there' uh, something about a lot of celebrity men are a bit like eh, icky. Like, do
0: you like Harry Styles? I think he's my sister's claimed him. Like, she's more obsessed than I am. But he's, I know when, like, he's got a little something. I'm like. Mm. <laughs> You know what, I think I'd more, like, want to
1: be besties with him, do you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I have, okay, this is actually something I can't believe I, this is coming out of my mouth right now, but it is. Um, I am, like, conflicted by drag queens, like, in drag. Like, you know, when, like, because I'm, like, I fancy you so much right now, and I'm obviously, like, kind of, like, buy pans, whatever, anyway, like, I fancy both women and men just out of attractiveness but then like I really fall for people based on personality so drag queens in my opinion have like the best personality so like Bimini I'm like I'm so confused right now I like do I just want to be your friend do do I want to have sex with you but in in drag like fuck me whilst you're in a dress so (laughs) I want your dick like mm, leave the wig on Mm. my
0: sister and I were talking about something where it was like um because I I do identify more as straight just because that's all I've been with and I don't want to take another label when it's like I don't want to use a label willy-nilly you know what I mean Yeah, yeah yeah but um I do think women are more attractive than men like, I think, I don't know if it's just society expectation women try harder or what it is. Or women are just absolute goddesses just naturally. I think maybe a mix of both. But my sister and I were talking about, um, it was like, that thing is like, I don't know if I want to be her. If I want to be a friend. Or if it's like, I'm into her. It's like, I can't, because it's blurred lines. It's like, I really, really like her and I feel a certain way. But I don't think it's sexual. It's like, I don't know if I just want to be you so bad. Or it's, like, I don't know if <laughs> like, I want to be friend. Like, I don't know. Because I, I have that for a lot of women celebrities where it's, like, I am so obsessed with you. Like, so fucking obsessed. But I think it's because I want to be you. Like, but it's yeah. also, like, a such a strong feeling. It's, like, but mm, given a chance, maybe. maybe. <laughs> like... yeah. Who knows?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's an interesting one saying that because, I mean, God, I can I'm like opening up about my sexuality a lot here which like not necessarily (laughs) everybody in my life even necessarily knows so we just won't share this with everybody but um just the internet but um yeah I feel uh, for a long time I kind of felt the same way and then I was like you know what like I have kind of I've been with women in the past and I think for ages I was like I always felt bad saying I'm bisexual because I'm in a long-term hetero relationship and at the end of the day I'm not it is uh, monogamous. Me yeah, that is the right word. Um so like we are obviously just with each other. So at the moment I'm obviously not with other women <laughs> as much as sometimes I wish I was. <laughs> um but so yes. like but we're we're happy. I joke too much. I'm just a very sexual being. Um but um and I do feel like I like a lot of my kind of gay friends like when I've spoken to them and stuff like about things like that they will make comments and they're like oh but you know like you're with Maverick and I'm like yes but that doesn't actually mean Mm -hmm. anything more anything less like and I think bisexual people do have like this kind of rep with like women who are bisexual but only with women people would be like oh but you're actually just gay mm-hmm. or like women who are bisexual but predominantly with men they'll be like oh but you're actually just straight you only you, like you kind of like women but most look at the end of the day when I'm watching porn I I could click on a lot of different categories and I will finish <laughs> so I think it's up to me to say yeah. whether or not I'm bisexual and yeah I'm bisexual well, honey so because I don't yeah gay women almost tell me that I'm not and I'm like just because I'm hate... not fucking you right now
0: doesn't mean I'm not into you I hate I hate the constant policing of what like trying to label others when they're telling you how they feel it's like nobody knows a person better than they know themselves like yeah. just and why do people care like I I hate that. I hate that. Like, oh, you say this, but are you really? It's like, calm down. Like, yeah, I don't know. That bothers me a lot. What are you watching right now?
1: Mm, Um, I'm really watching RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm going through like, uh, and also Australian RuPaul. um, And I'm watching lots of shit tv to be honest I like tv that I can like zone out to so I've been uh, all of the like real
0: housewives (laughs) I've always kind of wanted to get into that what is it actually about like are they just fighting the whole time like that's what I'm trying to figure out I'm like what actually goes into this show
1: (laughs) I mean it's mainly them just fighting Depending on which season you, you like, so there's obviously Real Housewives of New York, Atlanta, this, that, wherever. There's various ones, and depending which one you're watching, they argue about slightly different stuff, but predominantly it's just like a power struggle of the rich, people that have too much time on their hands, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> i i find it hilarious i wh- whether <laughs> whatever that says about me as a person is probably not a good reflection of me
0: but no, i think it's a good escape i love trashy tv too like anything like tlc 90 day fiance like all those things i'm like mm. <laughs> it's like so bad it's good
1: i don't want anybody <laughs> thinking like this is stimulating the brain in any way like it's not going to. It's going to do completely the opposite. If anything, like, when I get stressed or I get anxious, I've been busy, la, 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 la then I want to go on and I want to turn on some TV that's really going to, like, turn my brain off.
0: And most of it is made up. Like, people are like, oh, but, like, these poor people. It's like, a lot of it is actually, like, reality TV is not actually reality. Like, yeah. uh, did you watch the 90 Day Fiancé season with Amphisfa?
1: I don't, I kind of, like, I've seen episodes more than, like, actually probably watched it. yeah
0: because she got labeled as like this like gold digger bitch and now like i follow her on instagram because i always like looked up to her i was like killer queen like i love that energy i love like women who are mainly usually labeled as bitches because i think like i don't like i want to be them it's like because i'm so like ugh, like i don't like conflict and i wish i was more like fuck it like do what i say or leave yeah. <laughs> But um, she did a thing where she was like, I'm not actually that person. She's like, I played the stereotypical Russian because I thought it was funny. And I knew it would get me more screen time. She's like, that's not actually who I am. Like, reality TV isn't that real. And I was like, I'm like, that's why, like, I don't, because my mom, she's so, she's like, don't you just feel bad if these people do I'm like, but they're, like, playing up to it. Like, it's just like a soap opera, but it's just filmed differently. Like... <laughs>
1: It is sad. I mean, like, especially some of the kind of, like, more, like, Love Islandy kind of things, mm. it really tends to damage the women's, like, self-image. Yeah. But you do need to remember, at the end of the day, like, they have chosen to go on this show and, like quite a lot of these people beforehand like they're they're trying to make it into the industry and reality tv is like a great platform in. they want to be famous people want to be rich and famous and reality tv is like a great in for people that what is wrong with me i'm so sassy i was gonna (laughs) say i do kind of think this but it's get me in a lot of trouble for saying it and yeah it's coming out of my mouth anyway feel so, like the <laughs> tv is a great way for people that want to be on tv but aren't like actors do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you want to get into that avenue but you're not there yet so you do reality tv and then it kind of like it's that bridge in between yeah
0: and reality yeah. tv was like kind of like the first of like you become famous for just being famous kind is- of And it's like, okay, you can't really sing, or maybe sometimes you can, but it's hard to get into singing, it's hard to get into whatever. So you get into reality TV, if you can, like, if you have a crazy enough personality, you can bring out... Is that case? of yourself is that- it's kind of like the simple life of Paris Hilton like that was not her that was a role she played she's not actually like a dumb blonde like she's a really cool businesswoman but she played that role because she knew it was going to get people to watch but yeah, yeah. whether or not is like mm, is that great for women I mean she did kind of like own it up later but I don't know it's such a debate but I think like yeah. TV is getting better slightly I don't know the Bachelor, I can't watch. I know a lot of people are into it. It's ho- I can't watch a bunch of people just be like, oh, "I love you," like telling telling like twenty different people you love them. I don't know. I find that not. I just find that really upsetting. I'm like lies. Like, gives me trust yeah. issues? I'm like, you're a liar. Minnelli, lies, Manele. Lies. <laughs> yeah.
1: Literally, I agree with that. I feel. I think there's definitely like a ba- a boundary. I was. I mean I was cringe I like will watch TV that cringes me out so bad that I will like fast forward through half of the episode but then be like I'm here for the drama like <laughs> a weird yes. combination like I hate the drama I can't take my eyes away from it
0: Yes same here all right. Do you have any other last things you want to talk about before we end this? We've almost been talking for like two hours. I know. I was like, I, I was <laughs> gonna say, are you going to like have to edit this down or are you just going to post the whole thing out there? Cause... I'm going to try. I actually don't know how I'm going to edit it yet, but I'll figure it out after this. But I'm going to edit out probably like obviously when I went downstairs to get my dog, if there's any like little short pauses. But I think it all should fit. I don't know if not I'll do like a part one part two you'll have episodes just for you (laughs) uh, like what
1: what would we even name like what what are you going to call this just like catching up with garlic hunter because honestly we (laughs) have talked about everything under the sun from like
0: exactly I don't know I'll think of something I'll text you after this we'll think of a good because (laughs) you're my first you're my first person I did so we'll figure out exactly what Cause I don't know if I want a theme to call the episodes, like you know, in Friends, other things, like the one where da da da. So I'm like, yeah. do I want a theme of the episode names? Like, how do I want to go
1: about this? Yeah, I don't know. That would be cool, like, but I just think I, uh, I mean, if it's a lot of girls out of our group, like women, I don't know why I call us girls, <laughs> <laughs> women, as powerful women. Um, yeah. Um. I feel like there's
0: going to be a lot
1: of topics discussed
0: and that's kind of what I want like I want every episode because yes it's kind it is like a vegan podcast but it's just that we're all that's the underlying like that's a the theme that ties us all together but I want it to be every episode something cool and different because we're all different like we all have different interests yeah. lives going on so I think it'll be cool I'm excited and I'm it's ex- nice. Like I'm so glad we actually got to talk. Like not face to face, kind of face to face, but it's nice after all this texting for so <laughs> long. It's <laughs> really nice. No,
1: I, I wish you all of the best for the rest of your podcast,
0: and I hope you.
1: I mean, if you ever just want a third member, hey, I, I love these chats. I love things.
0: I'll let you know anytime I have one tomorrow. <laughs> i'm gonna try and get this i'm literally like might get this up today depending how long editing goes like i might just post today. like start a podcast guys because i haven't even told anyone besides yeah kind of people well, i asked but... my friend
1: asked she was because uh, i was talking to her before and she just said oh my god like is it gonna be live like shall we tune in and i was like no, <laughs> no. when i have a link to it i will send you the link don't worry but yeah so it's <laughs> gonna I mean, make so it, yeah um I don't think I have any more questions for you know I do have a really tickly throat right now (coughs) I'm sick
0: um yeah all right uh this was really fun thanks for doing this definitely I'm definitely glad I woke up yeah this morning for this (laughs) it was worth it you need like a
1: sign off um like well, wow, uh thank you so much, um G Hunty. Um and this has been Mimi the Vegan on Talking Shit.
0: Nice <laughs> to have you. <laughs> I love it. Oh my god, I'm like, can I just end it like that? I'm <laughs> gonna just save that clip and then just have it for the end of every single this has been
1: Mimi the vegan talking to and then they say their name there. enter
0: uh, talking yes. to,
1: thank you and goodbye perfect and Just like random like background
0: applause like, ah. love, it,
1: love yeah. it I'm gonna have it
0: in credits be like what is it like executive producer or something no I don't <laughs>
1: Thank you yeah no um honestly it's been amazing uh thank you so much for having me thank uh, you for
0: talking. This yeah it's really
1: fun yeah it, i had so much fun give me a message we'll continue talking and send me a link when it's up i can't wait to cringe at listening to myself <laughs> two
0: hours no it was awesome it was awesome all right i will text you Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye, bye, bye.